When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Your girl ba- washed your hair. Da- 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 she did. Hey, our girl needs to wash her hair. You know why? For late night with Laura? Not only that. Oh. How about early morning for Laura? Oh, you guys didn't hear? No. Tell him, Laura. I don't even know what that means. Yeah, you do. <laughs> yeah, you don't. do. I really don't. Come on, you do. I, I please enlighten me. Will you me. just tell us because she clearly doesn't know. Lindsay, do you know what I'm talking about? I have no idea what you're talking about, but I don't do you... I, I don't get like the alerts and stuff for the live IGs like you do, Cap. Well, I don't get the alerts for live IGs. I'm just living on IG. That's all. Oh, yeah, I don't live there either. Laura, tell the story about this morning. Going down to Starbucks, which you promised not oh. to buy anymore. Oh, uh, yeah, what happened? And thus, the reason your girl must wash her hair. Okay, so I I busted my knee. I go to physical therapy down literally by, by work. And there's a Starbucks on Ninth and Flower that I go to. And I, you know, grab a drink here and there. So I'm walking down, and I look busted. Literally busted in sweats, hoodie, glasses, hair a mess, right? And this guy like goes, hey, are you Laura? And I'm like, hi. He's like, hi. He goes, I listen to 710 all day. And I'm like, oh, thank you. What's your name? He goes, Javier. And I was like, oh, nice to meet you. He goes, yeah, I listen all day, but I love Sedano and Cap. Those guys are hilarious. And I was like, oh, thanks, man, so much. I'm like, so I told the guys we need to shout them out. Well, but there you are early this morning in a Starbucks hoodie. Glasses. Looking busted. Looking busted. Mm-hmm. You know? And, and I'm sure the coffee was bussy, but this is a different word. Busted. <laughs> so, so, okay. So now, late night with Laura, and you can't be walking around out there with the people with the hair not washed, given the superstardom that has been achieved. Okay, first of all, no superstardom at all. <laughs> like, let's not get that in no. And I'm always going to look busted if I want to look busted. I don't care. Like, I was comfortable and I had to go to therapy, man. Like, it was, you know. So the coffee thing. Let's get to that. That's there you the go. <sighs> Dig in, George. Dig. Dig, What happened George. there? I haven't gotten a coffee machine at my place, so, you know, like, I've been... Oh, I have an extra one if you want. Well, no, Thank don't. You. I mean, it's, it's probably on her registry. <laughs> It's I was going to say, nobody bought you one yet? Well, okay, so the whole the thing with the registry or the Amazon wish list, I didn't know you had to, like, not make it private. So people were like, you hit, you sent the link, but it doesn't let us see it. So <laughs> No, I, that's I, not true because I got to see it. They let me see it. When no, I but I guess it. I gave you permission or whatever. I don't know. My friend really did that for me. I still don't know how that works. And I you was, sound like I mean, a boomer. Uh, but I'm just saying, if you want a coffee machine, I can just go and ask the Gavinia family who are uh, becoming, like, friendly with me. Aww. They uh, they do the Don Francisco coffee and uh, La Llave. 
Uh, they do all those coffees, and, uh, you know, maybe they'll send you something nice. They're becoming friendly with you? How about you? Are you becoming friendly with them as well or no? They, well, I am friendly with them, yes. They're, they're, uh, they're, they're just now becoming friendly with well, you. Well, there's not a lot of Cubans in Los Angeles, and they're Cuban, and I'm Cuban, and they had their PR rep reach out to me, and we've, uh, we, you know, we've, we've, we've traded pleasantries. And, wow, you know, how nice. Yeah. You, guys should, you guys should, you know, maybe make a meeting with each other on Calendly. Sounds so formal. Yeah. Well, I mean, again, it, that it, for them it would make sense to be on Calendly, and you know, I mean, but with you, I mean, your girlfriend being on Cal- Calendly for you is, is right. kind of weird. I, I need to book time with her. Yeah. yeah. I've got a I've got a seven forty five with her tonight on her Calendly. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, they're right there in Vernon, uh, so not too far away, Laura. You can even pick it up if you'd like. I'm oh, sure. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. By yeah, the way, that's wait. The thing. That's the thing. That's Laura, the, I just want you to know. I just want you to know that when you said you went to therapy, I didn't know that it was like knee therapy. Ah. And by not saying physical therapy, I thought you went to go see like a therapist. When I say a therapist, I think everybody's talking about like a uh, shrink, you know? I mean, I see that one too. I'm very, I'm very open about that and I'm a big advocate to that. I actually saw yeah, my therapist I think, earlier. Yeah, well, I mean, everyone here, I I, do you, Cap, because I know Lindsay does and Laura does and I do. Do you see a therapist? Um, I don't anymore. Oh. Um, I did. And I'll tell you something. I miss the guy. I got to tell you. Yeah. Uh, I miss him. I yeah. miss I, go I miss to a my woman. man. Nah, yeah. I go to a dude. Why? Um, I don't know. It, like it's kind of like if somebody says to me, "Hey, um, you're, you're you're scheduled for a massage. Do you prefer male or female therapist?" I prefer female, but I have no problem with a guy. Well, no I don't problem. have a problem with either. I think it uh, you know it just depends, right? Like what you know. I, I I actually when I book a massage, it's usually like there's no preference. Like whoever's first available. Usually. Right. Same. Yeah. Now, as far as a therapist. I don't remember why I got this guy, or I—I I mean, was I've he seen... like an insurance person, like someone your no. insurance recommended to you? No, no, I don't think so. Oh. Man, this guy talked me through a lot of stuff. Man, I was on the edge for a long time. Oh, I'll tell I you bet. that right yeah. now. I mean, I mean, it's yeah. going through a divorce. It was a nightmare. Right. You know. Then I had my first post-divorce girlfriend. That was a nightmare. Right. Well, you told us about that. Yeah. You know. Then I had Free other Rachel. things. Oh yeah. yeah. There's. I mean, there were. Listen. So. PR. Oh, oh, right. Exactly. I thought for sure, Laura, when you said you went to your therapist, because then later you put out a tweet. You're like. Hey, I'm sitting on my balcony. I just made myself a really nice breakfast, and you know what? Life is good. I just saw my therapist, and I was like, okay. She went and saw her therapist. She's clearly You her literally mind. know every detail about Laura's life to the point where it's kind of creepy, Cap. Not going to well, lie. Well, it is it a is, little excessive. It is, it is yes. but hold on yeah. a second. I, you're right, Lindsay, and I don't take that. In, I'm not insulted by what you just said, but who do you blame for this, me or Laura? Me. I mean, it's okay. I, I Look, I share what I want to share, and I've always told people if you – People will leave you alone and won't ask you questions if you share enough that they don't have to ask questions. So for me, it's like I'm comfortable sharing certain things and I'm comfortable keeping certain things private. So I don't have a problem. Like I've been open about going to therapy. I went to I went to physical therapy really early and then I had my therapist appointment, which I usually have on another day and it just had to be moved. So, it, I mean, I don't have an issue with sharing about my life because people connect to that and like. At the end of the day, this is what we're here for. So, right, hence you know late I mean? night with Laura. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, I know it's weird that I follow all of her Instagram messages and all of her tweets, and then I can recount them like just instant memory. You know, um, I do acknowledge that it's a little creepy, but I don't take the blame. <laughs> I don't blame. I don't take the blame for the creepiness. I blame the person who puts out the content for the creepiness. It's oh, okay. I own it, Kev. I, I own it. It's all good. Yeah, yeah. I own the creepiness. Yeah. <laughs> and I own the oversharing. There you go. Uh, pe- pe- <laughs> yes. Yes, there's both. There you go. Um, so people are really, really, really upset about at what? Dave Roberts oh. today. Mm, yeah. 
about this Clayton Kershaw thing. Mm-hmm. Do we want to just take a quick break and then get into it on the other side? Because I feel like, because we have, if I recall correctly, Christopher said we can do, uh, how long can we go? He I think said he said we, like 40 minutes. F- well, we can go from, we can go from, once we break, we, we can go all the way till 4.55. All right, so let's do that. Let's break early, a little early, and let's get into this Clayton Kershaw thing because I feel like we're going to be on opposite ends of the spectrum here around this show. Um, so let's let's we'll, we'll get ready to draw our quote unquote battle lines on in a moment, and maybe we'll let people weigh in as well. So we've got that coming up. Uh, there's an interesting Lakers tangent that we need to go on here uh, in just a few moments, and and the Raiders, by the way. Have made news. Yep, they have. Now we'll question whether it was good news or just not so good news. So we'll get to all that coming up this hour. We're going to go 45 minutes straight after this. We're back in four and a half minutes. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. You is better, better. Times, Times are, are good or bad. Don't happy or, or sad. Yeah. You know, bad. this song is uh. at the, I want to say. Come on. Where do you see that? When you, when you hear this song, what do you think about? <sighs> come on. Come on. You want me, and tell me when you want me to give you some hints. What movie? Oh, wait. I'll give you. A, I'll give you a line. You ready? See if you can figure it out. You ready? Yeah, yeah. If you think they age like fine wine, they don't. All right, all right. Uh, let's let me think of another line. Yeah. I mean, you Are don't even you... really know movies like that, so I'm kind of curious. I mean, all is right, that I'm like a Pulp Fiction line? Yes, yes. Oh, okay. This is when Marcellus Wallace is sitting in the club, and Bruce Willis. Hey, Bruce. I hope you're well, my brother. Seriously. Sending you love, dog. Uh, Bruce Willis is sitting there, and he's going to have to take a, a, a he's going to have to take a dive in a fight. Remember? Right, I remember that. Yes. And Marcellus is telling him, and he, he goes to hand him the the thing of cash, and then Bruce takes the cash, and then he goes out and he, spoiler alert, he wins the fight. You know, I mean, is it a spoiler alert for Pulp Fiction? The movie's thirty years old. No, no spoiler alert. All right. So yeah, that's the that's the song that's playing in the club now. What Chris said about how many times does Rachel dedicate that song to me, the answer is zero. You know why? Because you see, George, I love that song, but she hates that song. Who hates that song? A person who had that song as their wedding song oh, and they got I divorced. Get it. Yeah, I get see, it. that's that the person, sense, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, the it. advocates is what I wanted to say about that. Yeah. <laughs> makes sense. I love that song. She hates that song. Loving you is better. Well, clearly they did not stay together. So no, I get it. Times are good or bad. Happy, Happy sad. and sad. Right, George. Good. Yeah. We're good. Like when we really, really, really put our minds to it and we both know the song, we're good. I just want to say that. Hey, hey, good. George, before we get to the uh, Clayton Kershaw thing. I'd like yeah. to address something that happened uh, while you were on with Mason in Ireland, if I could, for a second, please. Oh, they said something about your skinny arms, spaghetti yeah. arms, is what Mason yeah. called you. Yeah, yeah. Mason called me spaghetti arms. Yeah. Now, I mean, I'll tell you something right now, George. 
you know, over the last two years, I have been layered. I mean, like three layers of clothing. You know, like I I walk in with a T-shirt, a three-quarter zip-up, and then a sweatshirt or a jacket over that. I'm just, I'm just layering clothing on top of me to hide what's going on here, you know? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But in the last probably month or so, I started getting back into lifting. You know, I started getting back into the gym, lifting weights. And I feel pretty good. I feel like I'm seeing instant results, including, by the way, in my guns. So yesterday, I felt kind of comfortable. Like, I'm going to take my sweatshirt off and just wear this really cool short sleeve Pearl Jam t-shirt, which the sleeves were a little short, which I thought really showed off that I'm starting to get it back now a little bit, you know? And now here comes Mason today, of all people, calling me Spaghetti Arms. Mr. Five Push-Ups himself calls me Spaghetti Arms. Did he only do five push-ups, Mason? Five push-ups. That's right. Five. No way. Barely got to five. Barely. Oh, that's right. Were we at the golf course when he did that? Yes, that's correct. That was when I did 48 and uh, you did uh, 43. Right. But remember what I said to you, that yeah. the next time we do a golf tournament, I'll do 100. And you're not going to do 100. Probably not. But it was a dumb no. thing to say. Yeah. And, you know, I said it. Well, also doing 50, I told you, was a dumb thing to say. Oh, I'm going to go. I'm blasting past 50 this year. Well, uh, now you just want to do more than Sliwa, I think, at this point. That's right. Yeah. I want to be the push-up champion of 710. <sighs> okay. And I don't want to be known as Spaghetti Arms. Okay, cool. Well, you enjoy that. Thank you. Just want to get that <laughs> off my chest. I mean, you seem to get, you know, you, I mean, that happened like 30 minutes ago. Right. Well, I wanted to talk about it early on, but, you know, you're conversation took a different direction. Stuck in your craw, is what you're yeah. saying? Right. Yeah. I mean, I also said you're a kicker, so it should be like your lower extremities that should be big anyway. Well, thank you for that. I appreciate you, you know, having well, my back on that, but still, yeah. spaghetti well, arms. Well, I had your legs, actually, in this right. case. Right. I mean, yeah. spaghetti arms. <laughs> I mean, spaghetti arms probably the worst thing you can call a dude, right? Like about his figure. Like, yeah, I mean, you know, if I mean, besides like the the stuff of like you know, like I don't know, like the chicken obvious legs. stuff. Chicken legs is worse. With you chicken think, legs, Laura? Chicken legs. Might I, be worse I know. For a guy. Yeah, I think like guys don't don't like the chicken leg thing. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. That's me. Legs are hard, man. Legs are hard to work. Not everybody's got the body type for it, though. You know what I'm don't saying? Don't skip leg day. That's what they mm-hmm. say. No, right? you don't. You should not skip leg. As a matter of fact, I did squats yesterday. Really? I, I did lunges, actually. I didn't do squats. Well, well, well yeah. I, I'll just say And I right also now. hike, like, you know, five, six miles a day. So, so how are your legs? You think you got good legs? No, I don't think I have good legs. I've had to work just to get this this that I got, you know, uh-huh. which isn't great, but it's I better mean, than nothing. I mean, but I definitely wear... don't have spaghetti arms. Okay. How about, but not spaghetti legs either? Or chicken no. legs? Chicken, no. chicken legs. I think I got, like, like I don't know. Like, what's the, what's the bird with the next better leg? Turkey? You got turkey legs. <laughs> no, I feel like turkey legs are big. You see those yeah. things at, like, Disneyland, you know? Aren't they big? Yeah, okay, so maybe in between chicken and turkey. Is there What's a, a bird? A seagull? A seagull, seagull between... yeah, or pigeon. Wait no. a second. No, pigeon is small. They're yeah, not between. Pigeon is even no. smaller than chicken. Hold on. Yeah, come on. Okay. There's got to be a bird between pelican. chicken and turkey. There's got to be a pelican. pelican. Maybe a pelican. Pelican's yeah. good. An egret, okay. you know? A what? An egret. I don't I'm, know. I'm unfamiliar. <laughs> I'm unfamiliar with an egret. Same. <laughs> yeah, I don't know that bird. Yeah, man. Egret's right. got long legs. Oh, really? Yeah. Since you're trying I to don't figure have out, long legs. Well, yeah. well, since you're trying to figure out the what's between a chicken and a turkey, I have a question. Yeah. There's got to be. Maybe sp- the people in the community can help us. If you want to be part of the Sedano and Cap community on Twitter, go to communities. If you go on your phone, there should be an option right next to your mentions. You click on that, uh, click the uh, search bar, which is a little hourglass-looking thing. Type in Sedano and Cap, and you can join. Let me ask you this. Spaghetti arms, there's got to be, like, pasta that's better, like, bigger, thicker than spaghetti 
that if you called me like uh, I don't know some Linguini. other kind of Linguini arms. Is linguini? Linguini is that thicker than a spaghetti? Yeah, I would say capellini is the is the thin, is the thinnest. Yeah. Yeah. Angel well, hair. Is yeah, angel hair. Right? Angel hair skinny. Yeah. Angel hair skinny though. Yeah, angel capellini is skinny. Yeah. So like fettuccine is thicker. No, oh, yeah, thicker. You want yeah. thicker? Yeah. Well, oh, bigger yeah. arms. Yeah, bigger oh, yeah. arms. I mean, bigger pasta. I mean, what other pasta? No, it's yeah. not a string pasta, but rigatoni's pretty thick. Rigatoni. Okay. I mean, just spaghetti arms is insulting is all I'm saying. You don't have rigatoni arms, though. No, 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 you don't. Hey, rigatoni <laughs> over here. <laughs> I got these rigatoni arms over here. You may have, like, if, you, if we were doing that kind of pasta, more like penne. Penne. Okay, I'll take penne arms. Hmm. If, if Steve Mason would have called me penne arms rather than spaghetti arms, I would have taken it as an insult. Yeah. <laughs> penne arms. Oh, uh, Joe Chai's tweeting us. Mm-hmm. Oh no, I'm surprised Joe Chai's not. He, yeah, he always. Oh no, because Joe Chai wants to now take me to the gym and work me out, right? <laughs> yeah. Now Joe Chai, I'm surprised, also not part of the community because he tweets us a lot. Come on, Joe, uh, what's up, man? Uh, he says 100 push-ups really at Scott Kaplan. Let's get to 50 push-ups first. <laughs> he ain't wrong. He ain't wrong. That's, that's you. You always like to skip steps. That's the truth, man. Yeah. That is the you clean know, truth. You, you, you start, you, I bet you when you started an internet company, you were like, I'm going to be Google. Um, <laughs> well, why not? I mean, why not look to the biggest and the best? No, I'm just I mean? saying, but yeah. like, it takes a long time to be Google. Right. So if you, if you shoot to become Google and you become like 20% of Google, yeah. you just made yourself $10 billion. Yeah. I do think your cited idea is a good idea. Someone is going to latch onto that and buy that from you. And then we're, you're going to have the last laugh. Well, it, it's funny you say that because I was on a call today and this guy says to me, he goes, you know, I really like what you guys are doing. And, and based on what we do, you know, maybe we should just acquire you guys. And of course, here's me like, no, 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 it's too early for us. We, we want to build more. We want to grow more. You know, we got a lot more to do before we're ready to be acquired. Of course, in, in my head, I'm going, yes, buy us. Yes, please buy us. Come yeah, on. Just make the on. right um, offer so I can right, just, you know. Right. Just, just say 50 million right now and it's sold. Yeah. Just go ahead. 50 million. Yeah, 50 million. Right. Good Lord. Fifty million. Sold. I mean, you, that's a pretty high valuation for uh, you know a company. Like, well, I'm not saying it's worth fifty young. million, and I'm not. Yeah. I'm not saying it has a valuation of fifty. I'm just hoping that the guy on the other end goes. I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I like what yeah. you're doing. I'll give yeah. you fifty million for it. Yeah. Okay. Doesn't that happen yeah. every day? I mean, I'd like to also be part owner of the Lakers if the Bus family would let me in. I don't think that's happening either, though. Well, I'll tell you this: if um, if the Bus family would be willing to take in some investors and some partners. Um, the money is the easy part. It's the will you let me have my say, which could be the hard part of it all. Because I don't yeah. want to just put in money and be passive and get a parking spot under Staples Center. I want to put in money and I want to sit there in the general manager's office and I want to share some opinions, LeBron style. I mean, if they also want, I mean, listen, I've been giving them a lot of free advice this last two weeks. If they want to just, you know, bring me in in the front office, then, you know, you make you can do the show with like a Beto or a Clinton or something. You know? I'll do it with Beto and Clinton. But, you know, George, it wouldn't be a shocker if you're considered a smart, uh, a smart personnel man that a team goes out and hires you. Because, listen, there are examples of of other people who've been in the media who have been hired by teams. Just as an example, we were talking yesterday. Well, the Clippers did it. Right, they right. hired um, uh, from Sports Illustrated. What's his name? Come the on. really great writer. Come on. Uh, I'm going to wait. I'm not going to send you a, a – a, a, I'm not going to send in a uh, – now I've lost the word. <laughs> you lost his name. I lost the word. <laughs> I'm not sending a life preserver for you. Come on. Get his name. You ready? I'm going to tell it to you. You ready? You want to oh, hint? God, what is his name? Lee. Um, Lee. Lee Jenkins. There you go. Yeah. 
I'm very jealous of Lee Jenkins. I know. They hired him. They, they, they took him out of writing sports for Sports Illustrated. And they he hired was an him. incredible writer, too. Excellent, incredible writer for Sports Illustrated. And now front office executive for the Clippers, who you never hear from anymore. Like, I don't even know if the guy's still got a Twitter account. I mean, he probably does, but he doesn't really. probably not active. Um, by the not. way, I'm looking at this picture ESPN Los Angeles posted of you. I don't think you got spaghetti arms. I think you got penne arms. Penne arms. Yeah. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Did anybody see me and George, by the way, posing with LeBron James yesterday, wearing what must be the ESPN 710 officially sanctioned uniform that they give Which us and like tell a, us to wear a zip up hoodie yeah. right zip up hoodie t-shirt pair of jeans and nikes i mean yeah, what, what are we like did we shop at the same place did we call each other and organize what to wear to work no not really just, it's just radio sort of showed yeah. up like that um so anyway let's yeah. uh yeah so i would do that so look if 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 genie is listening and you want another uh you know want another mind in the room i'm happy to, to you know sit down and chat about it you know? I think that's, listen, you've given a lot of great advice so far this week. Yeah. A lot of it I, honestly, legit. you don't even need to give me a job. I'll just sit down and chat with you about it. I mean, I'm not even joking about that offer. It's very generous. Very generous. I'm just saying, like, you know, I'm not like, you know, okay, I, you know, I don't think I'm Jerry West, but, you know, I, I, I clearly know what I'm talking about here. No, you're, you know I mean? you're, you're Jorge East is who you are. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Seriously. All right, listen, let's get to the Dodgers. We've been talking nonsense long enough. Um, and we've got another uh, 30 minutes here, actually, almost. <laughs> right. So um, let, let's talk about Clayton Kershaw. So I know Lindsey was uh, not an uproar. I'm just joking. But, like, Lindsey was like, let him pitch. Right. And I feel like you were in that category as well. Is that accurate? I'm, I'm, you know me. I'm usually strong opinion immediately. Don't even think it through. Just immediately jump in with a strong opinion. Yeah, like Captain Caveman, basically, yes. But in this particular instance, there's two very strong sides to this story. Oh, so you're going to play it down the middle. Well, let me at least define the sides for a moment. Um, Perfect. By the way, for those that don't know the story, uh, Clayton Kershaw had a perfect game through seven innings. Right. Yes. On one hand, here's Clayton Kershaw who can't stay healthy. Right. So why would you take the risk of pitching him beyond seven innings in, a, in an early season game when you're coming out of a short spring training and most clubs have a game plan for their starting rotation? They, they have a pitch count in mind for their starters. And in Clayton Kershaw's situation, he's been hurt so much, particularly late in the year when you really need him last year, you know, why, why tax him this early? That's, that's one side. That's my side. Okay, on the other side is, dude, this guy is the greatest pitcher in Dodger history, and he's got an opportunity to pitch a perfect game in his first start of the season coming off what was an injury-riddled year a year ago, which, by the way, resulted in the Dodgers not winning because Kershaw wasn't available. At least that's one and, fact. And there's only 13 in the history of the sport, right? So to not give him the opportunity to attempt 
to finish off a perfect game. The likelihood of him ever having that opportunity again in what's remaining in his career, probably statistically very, very low. I mean, almost impossible. So again, on one hand, do you overtax him this early in the season versus the other hand, which is, this is the opportunity of a career. Okay. Can, can we, Lindsay, we have, and Laura, we have the audio, right, of Dave and, and Clayton Kershaw? Okay, let me hear Clayton Kershaw first. Let's start there. You had 80 pitches. I know a lot of the fans wanted to see you finish the game. What was the conversation with Dave Roberts and the ultimate decision to come out? Yeah, it's hard. You know, I feel bad for uh, for Barnsey. You know, Barnsey did such a great job, and it's fun to get to catch one of those. And so I, I wanted to do it with Barnsey. You know, um, it'd be special. And but at the end of the day, those are those are individual things. Those are those are selfish goals, and we're trying to win. You know, and um, that's that's really all we're here for. And. As much as I would have wanted to do it, I've, I've thrown 75 pitches in a sim game, you know, and I hadn't gone six innings, let alone seven. And um, sure, I would have loved to have do it, but, um, you know, maybe we get another chance. Who knows? All right, let, let's do this. He doesn't sound super broken up about it. Let's start nope. with that. Nope. Okay. He doesn't. Um, and also, I love that he calls him Barnsey because, of course, you'd catch, you call your catcher Austin Barnes Barnsey, right, mm-hmm. in baseball. Right. Naturally. Uh, you think we should start calling you Cappy? Well, um, I don't mind it. I don't. I don't mind Cappy. I mean, I mean, we should put this up to the audience. Maybe the people in the community can vote. Should yeah. we call you Cappy or Cap? Sedano and Cappy doesn't have the same ring to it, though. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. But I mean, we could call you Cappy within the show, though. But there's a lot of people who, when they see Sedano and Cap, they think it's you and Colin Kaepernick. So maybe. <laughs> What? what? Who thinks that? that? No, a lot of people think that actually. No, no. Oh, okay. No, it's true. Yeah. Well, who thinks that? Well, millions. people. Who, people right, Why would Colin Kaepernick people. be doing a sports radio show in L.A.? Well, because people know Colin Kaepernick is nicknamed Cap, and so they see Sedano and Cap, and they're like, "Wow, Colin Kaepernick got into sports radio in L.A. That's really interesting." Right? He's like, "Well, I get it. It's George Sedano. Why wouldn't you want to work with him?" Then there are other people, believe it or not, who think <laughs> Sedano and Cap is you and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Oh, the Cap. Yeah, with a right. C. So if you called me Cappy, nobody would call Kareem Abdul-Jabbar Cappy, and nobody calls no. Colin Kaepernick Cappy. So you want to change the name to Sedano and Cappy? No, I like Sedano and Cap, but I'm just saying that it would it would differentiate me at least from those guys. You know, I'd be Cappy rather than Cap. Yeah. What do you think, Cappy? What do you think, Linz? I don't know. Cappy sounds kind of like childish. You know, like oh. it's like a little kid's name. I Cappy? mean. I mean, well, yeah, I great point. Laura, Laura, all <laughs> she had to say was, I mean. Yeah. <laughs> we all got it. Right. Yeah. The tone set, it told us what she meant, you know, not just the two words. I mean. <laughs> no, I um, feel uh, Laura, so what do you think? Cappy? Before uh, we move on to Dave Roberts, uh, no, what do you say? No, I'm not with it. Not okay. Cappy. But you well, know, let George, the community decide. Yeah, but George, you go back to Clayton Kershaw for one second. Here, here's yeah. one of the words or the phrases that he used that I thought was really interesting. He said, those are selfish goals. Now, think about that. Here's a guy who was hurt a year ago, couldn't help his team achieve what they thought they were capable of achieving, unavailable to the team, which really hurt the Dodgers. So now, here you are in the first start of the season, as he says, man, I haven't, I haven't pitched... 75 pitches in a sim game. So right. for me to pitch 80 pitches, I've already gone above and beyond. I'm trying to get myself into shape here, not get myself hurt again. So selfish goals are not why we're here. We're here for a team game to win a championship, not for me to get a perfect game. It's disappointing, but my body's probably not ready for it, and maybe we'll get another shot. Selfish goals is what he said. 
And I like that. I like that that's the position that he took. And, look, here's the deal, man. He's had multiple arm injuries at this stage, okay? Multiple arm injuries, elbow issue last season, um, you know, back injuries. The guy's been hurt for five straight years. Like, what are we talking about here? And and Dave Roberts, who we'll hear from in a second, talked about he had a pitch count or pitch limit of 85 pitches, so it was only going to be five more pitches anyway. So at that point, you, you go to him and say, hey, man, like you only got five more. What do you want to do? And I'm sure he said, yeah, man, take me out. It's all good. Like, clearly he didn't sound broken up. So let me hear about Dave. Let me hear what Dave had to say after the game. He shared with us just a little bit from your guys' conversation how it was the right decision to come out after the seventh. Can you just share from your side what that conversation was like? Well, I think when you're talking about a guy like Clayton, um, who earns the right to have a conversation uh, with the manager, and so basically after the uh, sixth inning, I just went to him and said, hey, where are we at? What do you got? Um, and he said, I'd like to go back out there for the seventh, and um, 80, 85 pitches, that's kind of where I want to finish. And um, it makes sense. Um, and I was good with that. And uh, the shortened spring training... I felt it was a win to get them built up to 5-75. and 75. But when you're talking about uh, being up and down seven times, um, that's, that's something. And I can't quantify it. Um, but talking to a lot of people that have been around this game for a long time, the ups and downs certainly matter. And uh, he got to 80 pitches, and I felt that the stuff was starting to tick down. Uh, talking to Austin and Clayton himself. And so, you know, I think there's a point where you just got to decide. I got to decide um, to what end. And um, I'm as big a fan as anyone uh, and a fan of Clayton. And to see a, a battery of him and Austin throw a perfect game or a no-hitter, I'm all in. Um, but, again, to what end or to what cost? And so um, every decision I make is for the best interest of the player, uh, their health, and the ball club. Um, because there's a lot of people that, you know, are cheering for the Dodgers, not only just for today and Clayton to throw a no-hitter, but for the Dodgers to win the World Series. And uh, for us to do that, we need him healthy. And so, yeah, I have to make a tough decision. But ultimately, it wasn't as tough as perceived. If you're talking about, you know, his next start, it would have been a little bit tougher. Then the next start, it would have probably been more tough, and I'd probably give him the leash. But this first start, it was, I don't want to say a no-brainer, but it was actually pretty easy. Yeah, I feel like that's a really thoughtful nuanced response to the whole thing and i agree completely and by the way so does he told you so did clayton right right how about the part where he said that he as the player has earned the right to discuss this with the manager um that's a guy dave roberts who sounds very much in control i know a lot of times people think that dave is um, not really making decisions. He's just the guy kind of enforcing yes. what the and front office is telling him to do. They say that. Yeah. Dave Roberts sounds like an extremely it, confident, it, excellent it, communicating yes. kind of manager. And, and here's the thing. For everybody that's upset about this, and I understand why you are, okay? I really do. I understand why, as a fan, you would be upset that you didn't get to see what you wanted. It's about you, not about Kershaw. Kershaw tells him. Dave, I'm, it's 80 pitches, man. I, I did 75 in a simulated game. It's kind of early in the season. I'm okay with coming out. So if he's okay with it, I think everybody else should be okay with it. Well, and, and by the way, let me just ask every single one of those fans who's moaning and groaning about this right now. Would you rather see Clayton Kershaw holding another World Series trophy in October, or did you want to see the perfect game more? 
Because to me, if those are your choices, I think the former over the latter. Both. No, you can't. <laughs> sure, That's probably what a both. bunch of people said to their radios <laughs> but, driving down the I road said, in their car. But both. I said or, or and or. I know, okay? I know. But who's, who's to say that him being left in, and let's say he does throw a perfect game, who's to say that means you can't have a World Series? Well, that is not... That because is, the that, man has a history of injuries for five bleeping years. And like he game, hasn't made it through a whole, and, a whole damn season for okay. five years. But it's game five point, of 162. I mean, that's the other part of it. I, I understand that, but to that point, maybe I'm wrong, but I don't feel like there's very high expectations for Clayton Kershaw this season anyway. Well, he said he wants to pitch the full boat. Well, I mean, again, I just think, obviously, as a fan... I'm not diehard Dodgers fan, born and raised. I root for the Dodgers. I want them to win. But for me personally, as a baseball fan, I think it'd be way cooler to see Clayton Kershaw, legendary Dodgers pitcher, who's like the epitome of the Dodgers, especially to this generation. I feel like it'd be cooler to see him win a perfect Okay, game. so let me ask you a question, Lindsay. And you're right about everything you just said. I agree. I, I, I think it'd be cool, too. I would have loved to have seen him finish it off. But there. Believe me, that was my first reaction, too. Like, what? They're taking him out? What? Really? But, but if... I if just just because he, ha- he doesn't have a perfect game, doesn't that still mean that he's the arguably the greatest Dodger of all time? That he's all those things that you said. Like nothing has changed. Sure, but I think that, like looking at it from uh what whatever like, from a not zo- zoomed out point of view, whatever the word is, I don't know what the phrasing is. Outsider. I, yes, I think that it would be cooler to have another per- to have a perfect game added to his already great resume resume than it would be another world series all right let me throw this one at you though you ready and and i know you're representing the other side of this argument but here it goes hypothetical he goes back in in the eighth right he takes down the first guy takes down the second guy gives up a hit on the third guy okay now he comes out of the game and he's pitched 95 pitches let's say right and then two days later i tell you he's going to miss his next start because of soreness in his arm so he went seven and two thirds of scoreless baseball didn't get the no-hitter, didn't get the perfect game, and now he's got a sore arm. Why? Because he overtaxed himself because he was selfish and wanted to have the perfect game, which he said, of course, would have been a selfish thing to do. So the the other side of it is the what-if, because Clayton Kershaw is kind of to the Dodgers what Anthony Davis is to the Lakers. No, you're no. not. You're no way. What are you guys talking about? What are you talking about? What do you mean by that? Yeah, no way. What do you way. mean, what wait, do wait, I no, mean? No, 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 I want you to expand on that. What I mean is, is that you need him, and he's always hurt. And so Clayton Kershaw has been hurt a lot. It, George, you just pointed out, back, arm, shoulder, whatever all these injuries have been over the last five years. And so last year, the Dodgers really needed him at the end, and he wasn't available. The Lakers needed Anthony Davis, not available. That's the comparison. You guys think that's way off, really? I think it's pretty yeah. good. No. No, nobody likes well, my comparison. Well, here's huh? the other thing. And maybe in a year where the Dodgers have this, you know, humongous depth in their starting rotation, we're literally talking about, like, who the hell's the fourth or fifth starter on this team? Like, literally, we've been having this conversation. So, you let's say you let him go. And then we hear in, in a couple days, oh, yeah, he's had a setback. Now it's – and then – and then now you're down to who? Julio Urias, who, by the way, was velo- – I granted it's only the first game, but his velocity looked really bad in yes. game one yeah. against Colorado. 
and uh, and obviously Bueller, who's excellent. Like, I, I just don't think it's worth the ch- – like, I don't think the juice is worth the squeeze, especially, again, if he's okay with it. It's hard because, like, for me as a fan, I would have loved for it to happen. But the more, like, hearing him say that was a selfish thing, it just – for me, like, wow, what a player, right? Because look at the Lakers, and I feel they played very selfishly. I mean, selfishly, yeah. And for me, I was like, dude, but I want, and like you said, it's a me thing. It's as a fan, I wanted to experience that. Well, right, I we're wanted, all selfish as, as right. fans. And I, well, not I, me, you guys. Okay, me. I'll say yeah, it, me. You, you I, and Lindsay, and, and maybe Cap, at least initially. And I wanted to see that. I was so well, pissed. That was me initially. I was like, I was what are you pissed. doing? Yeah, like, yeah, I was mad. In. I what was are like, you doing, Dude, Dave? Let him play. Right. Like, that was my first play. reaction. That was my but first reaction. The thing is, the more I hear you guys talk about it, the more I hear, you know, them kind of speak on why he got pulled. I'm like, yo, there is a bigger picture to this. There is a bigger stance to why he got pulled. And no, I didn't like it. I wasn't mad as y'all know. I was mad, but as fans, I rather see him hold that trophy. It's like, like Meek Mill says. There's levels know? to this. Exactly. I want to yeah. also say that I think that one other Cap, name. You know who Meek Mills is? I do know who Meek Mills was. Yeah. Hear that? Past tense, right? What do you mean? Why'd you say was? I mean, isn't he? Isn't he deceased? No. Oh, no. all right. Then I guess I don't. Why, why, did you, why, why did you? We should, like, fine you $100 <laughs> He was in prison for a, for a while. But oh, I thought he was, was deceased. Excuse me. I was like, what? Excuse me. I thought that I sounded really cool, like I knew what was going on. Hey, sorry, You me. were so impressed with yourself. <laughs> yeah. Wait, I was confused for a second. I was yeah. like, wait a second. Yeah. Yeah. Did I, did he pass? I was like, yeah. R.I.P., bro. I was like, oh, sorry, Meek. We I'll should be. give you like a hundred dollar fine for killing someone randomly. I know, right? When I just think somebody's dead, but they're not. Dude, Twitter's yeah. gonna be like, "What?" Yeah. We no, could send it to charity. <laughs> That'd be great. <laughs> Seriously, we could do like a charity jar on something like that. I I thought Meek Mill. The reason I thought that is my son. I think my son's like a big fan. I, is Meek Mill from Pittsburgh, or am I getting him confused with some other He's rapper? From, uh, Pennsylvania. Yeah. Yeah. So I thought. Maybe, I don't know, man. I thought that's what happened. I thought he was uh, deceased. He was in jail or prison for a long time, and he was like a right. And uh, Michael Rubin, the Sixers uh, uh, owner, and uh, Robert Kraft, the Patriots owner, helped get him out of jail. Oh, all right, different rapper. Okay, got it. Mm-hmm. Got it. Anyway, yeah, uh, it where be was the it? other Meek Mill? But anyway. I was like, no, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, right. I think it was Meek Nil. I think is who I was thinking about. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, where were we though? There was something anyway, I was about. Go ahead. Oh, oh, oh. Clayton Kershaw. Let yeah. me let me say this. One other name that I think we should immediately put into the Lakers coaching search is now Dave Roberts. Because think about it. Hi, Dios mio. Because Dave Roberts I thought you were going to say I thought you were going to go full circle with the joke and say Meek Mill. No, no, not Meek <laughs> Mill. Not Meek Mill. <laughs> as long as if Meek Mill's still around, yo, bring him in, bring him in for an interview. Yeah. But seriously, like you hear the difference between Dave Roberts talking to a Clayton Kershaw who's a superstar and the two of them collaborating to make the right decision for the team? That's what the Lakers need, George. They need somebody who's strong enough to have a conversation with LeBron James or this past year, Russell Westbrook, to have a collaborative conversation. But in the final analysis, I'm the manager. I make the call. I'm the coach. I decide. I thought Dave Roberts comes off sounding super impressive today. I agree. I mean, that's fine. Okay, but who would you like that to be with LeBron? Actually, you know what? Max Kellerman had, (laughs) 
I love Max because he thinks out of the box. But this one is not out of the box. It's like, you know, I, 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 out of like, I, I, I mean, it's out of like the factory where they make the box and the toys and all the and the gadgets. Like, it just, I don't even know what he was. Do we have the Max Kellerman sound? Well, it, for some context, it was a caller that suggested it that he agreed with. But oh, so it wasn't He Max. argues a point. Well, no, I mean, if we had, I had saved the whole thing so you can hear what his argument is for it. Okay, then why don't you just point. tell us what it is then? We'll just play it. Okay, no, but give us context so we're not just randomly well, playing. Well, I, no, I'm playing like the caller. I, I saved that part of it so that way you can so, hear. So, okay, but explain this to me. A caller called Max to say what? To, to say who he thinks the Lakers coach should be. Okay, go ahead. Rick and Dayton. You're on with Keyshawn J. Will and Max Dayton. ESPN Radio. Oh, uh, so I got the perfect coach for, uh, for the Lakers. Mm-hmm. He's right in front of your nose. It's LeBron James. Everybody says he's a, a coach at house, so might as well put him in charge. I, I actually like that idea. I like the idea. It eliminates a big problem for the Lakers. You can have a player coach. Why not? I understand LeBron is one of the greatest players we've ever seen to play, but this is not the the '60s and '50s with Bill Russell, man. Like, <laughs> look, you do not want LeBron James having that much autonomy. No, you know what I want him to have? Coach, I want him to have that much accountability. And I would never have. I, if I were LeBron James, I would never do that. I agree. Because I wouldn't it puts do it if too I was... much onus on me about everything Bingo. that has to be managed in the game. But to me, it makes LeBron so accountable. Like, LeBron, you're the greatest basketball genius in the world. I don't, I don't say that facetiously. I mean it. He's like a basketball genius, right? You're going to call the shots anyway. Give him the responsibility and make him own it. No. I, if I were LeBron, I wouldn't would do it, do but that? I would offer it to him. Why would you Why would you offer that? What makes you think he wouldn't that be a good coach? That creates more of a train wreck. That, that becomes more of a reality If it's show. a train wreck, you go get a coach. It's a train wreck now. <laughs> how much worse why? is it going to so be you're, you're than 16 me- games under 500? Like, how much worse <laughs> could it be? <laughs> oh, Max, it could be way worse. Trust me when I tell you that. <laughs> Did you think that's a good idea, George? No, it's a ridiculous idea. I, okay, the, the I, reason I he's lucky that, that Jay Will was trying to be nice about it. I would have literally said, Max, you've lost your godforsaking mind. What the hell is wrong with you today? Well, the reason I asked you if you thought it was a good idea or a bad idea is because yesterday the question was, who's more annoying, you or Max Kellerman, right? Yeah. And I took you. Yes. And so if you thought that was a good idea, this wasn't going to sound right, but I kind of think it's a good idea too. Meaning, I'm kind of with Max on this. Like, let LeBron coach. Go ahead. I mean, go ahead, LeBron. Like, hey, listen, here's the deal. Here's the team. You know what you want to run. You know how you want to run it. You design the plays. You tell everybody where to be and what to do. You take yourself out when you need a breather. And you coach the team. And by the way, the buses would love it. Jeannie would be like, great. You know how, how much less we have to spend on a coach? We already got LeBron. Now, LeBron may say, hey, you have to add a couple dollars to this thing because I'm coaching now, too. But. Well, I don't think you can do that. Oh, well. You can't pay him as a coach and a player? I mean, I don't know, Cap. I mean, I don't know what they paid Bill Russell in 1970. <laughs> that was a very funny line by Jay Will. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, no, that is a ridiculous idea. And the fact that Kellerman entertained it with uh, Rick and Dayton or whatever the hell the guy's name was is even worse. <laughs> Bet you that people would call us and tell us that is a good idea. No. But, but nope. I was going to say, don't, don't they say that LeBron like coaches the team anyway? Yeah, but it's a lot different when you're having to divvy up minutes and all those responsibilities and rotations. Like, that's not as easy as you think. All right, how about this? It, you ready? To do it while you're actually playing the game no, is, no, how about is this? not as easy as you How about think. this? What if I – can I sell you why on am this? I, why are we talking about You ready? This? How about this? Yes, all right. Yes. Okay. Go ahead, Cappy. So, thank you. LeBron, <laughs> LeBron is the coach. He's got the title. He's the head coach, right? But you bring back Jared Dudley – 
and he's your number one assistant, and he does all of the busy work during the game that LeBron can't do because he's playing. Oh, okay, then why don't we just do the thing that was suggested like 10 years ago, just like Phil Jackson coached the home games. Why don't we just do that too then? Nah, nah, I want LeBron to coach. Okay. And I want Jared Dudley to be his assistant. Yeah, that's that's not going to happen. All right, well, it's an idea. It's a concept. It's thinking outside the box, George. Yeah. You're you're outside of the stratosphere, is what you're doing. Yeah, yeah. You you and Kellerman can do the show together then. <laughs> Keyshawn and I will just sit there. You and Kellerman can do the show together. No, the, Kellerman and I cannot do the show together because there's just too much, ugh, in, in between us. You understand what I'm saying? There's just too much. What, of what that. is what is too much? Ugh, ugh. It's like too much. Uh, ah! Right. Just just too much of that between me and Kellerman. Yeah. We're just like too obnoxious at the same time. Can't happen. <laughs> You're too much alike. Right. That's what I was trying to say. Although I, although I got to say one thing. I saw. By the Kellerman way, did on... you mean Mac Miller? Because people are tweeting us that. Oh, is Mac Miller the dude who died? Yes. Yes. Okay. See the difference? Mac Miller, Meek Mill? It's not that far off. Uh, it's uh, not that far. Come I mean, on, everybody. Not, okay. Come on. It's not that far off. Very, very Mac far. Miller and Meek Mill? Very I mean, far off. Every, both have M&M M&M initials. Yes, both last um, names are Mill and Mills, right? Mills? Sort of. But yeah, it's, mm-hmm. it's kind of close. One, Not even. one is black, one is white. There's, yeah, there's that. that. Oh, I didn't know that yeah. part of it. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. Huge yeah. difference. Mm-hmm. That's that, why there's a difference, probably. I yeah. wasn't going to say that, but Sedano said yeah. I mean, yeah, I no, it's that. just the obvious. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, there's right. that. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> Might be. <sighs> Anyhow. Um, so, yeah, no, I'm not doing that. Uh, speaking of are you doing that, would you have signed Derek Carr to a three-year $120 million extension? Oh, man, if, if I'm Mark Davis, the answer is yes, I would have. And here's why. Look, the Chiefs are committed to their quarterback. The Chargers are committed to theirs. And now the Broncos are committed to Russell Wilson, okay? Mm-hmm. The Raiders have to be committed to their quarterback. And if they're not committed to Derek Carr, then they should go get another quarterback. Um, I've told you my philosophy, George. If you're a starting quarterback in the NFL for 10 years and you don't take a team to a Super Bowl, it's time to move on. But... The Raiders, the one thing about Derek Carr is this. I was thinking about it today. You know his his coaches, as a head coach in the league, he had Dennis Allen as a rookie who got fired and they gave the job to Tony Sperano, who got fired and they gave the job to Jack Del Rio, who got fired and they gave the job to John Gruden, who got fired and they gave the job to Rich Basaccia, who got let go afterwards or not resigned, and now the job is Josh McDaniels. Dude, that's six head coaches in probably like a 12-year career. Yeah. So the Raiders have not exactly done right by Derek Carr, and he's been the one constant through all of their turmoil, moving yeah, from Oakland yeah. to Vegas, all the coaching changes. It's a reward for he, being a Raider. I mean, he's in a division with three guys who are definitely better than him. I agree with that. I completely agree with that. But what the, what you're saying is it's better to have, even though they're way, they're all way better than him, he's still good enough that if you augment the rest of the roster, you're still in it, you believe? I think that... You have to have consistency at that position. You can't have question marks about it. All three teams in the division outside of the Raiders feel really good about their quarterback, so the yeah. Raiders made their commitment. Okay. And they've got a new coach, and they've made a commitment to this guy. By the way, have you seen where this puts Derek Carr amongst quarterbacks? I think he's making $40 million, right? $40 million. You ready? So here's, here's who, who's above him. Aaron Rodgers, $50 million. Yeah, okay. Deshaun Watson, $46 million. Mm-hmm. Patrick Mahomes, $45 million. Josh Allen, $43 million. Mm-hmm. 
and Derek Carr makes the exact same amount of money as Dak Prescott and Matthew Stafford. Well, a lot of that is when did you sign your deal, too? You know? Of course. Um, Derek Carr is in that same $40 million category with Matt Stafford and Dak Prescott. How do you think about that? Uh, I don't think Derek Carr is as good as Matthew Stafford. I don't know if he's as good as Dak Prescott or not. How about Deshaun Watson? $46 million for a guy who nobody knows for sure what's going to happen with this guy this year. $46 million. I mean, it is what it is. But the... What I would continue to say is, like, I, I, I like, I've come to like Derek Carr, to your point, for all the reasons that you outlined earlier, okay? But I, I just wonder, man, like, in a division where the Broncos just got Russell Wilson and you've got Patrick Mahomes and you've got Justin Herbert, I mean, that division is – that is – is it fair to say – I mean, we've talked a lot about how the NFC West was ridiculously difficult over these last several years. Is it fair to say the AFC West maybe, and I don't mean to sound Kellermanish or Kaplanish in this case, but well, is it are, the most? Wait, are you going to say that Derek Carr should coach the Raiders? No. Okay. I'm going to. I'm, I'm just being hyperbolic, like you two would be. Okay. And what what I would say is, <laughs> is that the toughest division in the history of the NFL? It might be. It it might prove to be. Is it the best division, like with the best four quarterbacks, the best four starting quarterbacks that the NFL has ever seen? In I don't know for division. sure. Yeah, in one in division, one division, right? Not yeah. sure, but it certainly looks pretty good. But I think if I mean, you're the I'm trying Raiders... to think. The AFC East back mm-hmm. in the day had Marino Kelly, right? Who Boomer else? Uh, New England did not have anybody before Brady. Well, they no. had Bledsoe. He was pretty they, good. They did have Bledsoe. That's and who true. did the Jets have at that time? Uh, after Boomer Esiason, or let's see. Oh, they here. had a bunch of guys until like Vinny Testaverde. Right, Vinny. Right, Vinny Testaverde. That's right. That's not a bad, but it's not this. No, it's not this. Yeah. It's not this, because none of those guys, even as great as Marino was and as great as Jim Kelly was, and by the way, both of them Hall of Famers, right. nobody played anywhere near the way Patrick Mahomes plays. I mean, the game has evolved, obviously. No, for sure. Uh, but, I mean, I think those guys would put up monster numbers, too, in this area. Oh, dude, right now, if you gave Dan Marino in his prime, like I'm talking 1985 Dan Marino, this NFL, he'll pass for 6,500 yards. Yeah, I agree. I think Warren Moon would do something similar as well. I mean, those old Houston Oiler run-and-shoot offenses. I mean, he was throwing for 4,000 back then. Yeah. And so was Marino. For mm-hmm. like, you know, Marino had 40. Marino's record stood for like 30 years almost. Which was what, like 4,800 yards passing in yeah. a season? Sound yeah. right? Yeah. Well, and Warren Moon was a 4,000 guy pretty regularly. Yeah. Like, oh, so, yeah. yeah, like those guys, 6,000 is not crazy. But, I what, but, what, but what were the Raiders going to do, dude? What were, what were they going to do? You know, they're stuck. Yeah. All right, let's keep talking about the Raiders on the other side. Also, I want to get into the Clippers situation yesterday. I know a lot of people were, uh, well, mocking the entirety of everything that went down there yesterday. Minnesota, the Clippers, all of it. We'll get into that. And there is six potential opportunities to trade Russell Westbrook. We'll get into some of that on the other side as well. Stick around. We're back in four minutes.